This is Blake Lindsay feeling better than good today, and I sure hope you are too. Thank you for punching in the Ziggler Inspire podcast. Today is a real treat for me as I get to introduce you to Zig talking about a subject that's close to his heart and mine also. The topic for today is faith. Zig examines his own life and shares why he thinks living a life of faith is the only way to experience true success in the business world. Yes, I said the business world. Let's listen in and see how that works. Return me to the passion, to the joy of my birth as a Christian is a thing we want to talk about. We want to help you catch a glimpse of what faith really is all about. Faith, you know, is mentioned over 300 times in the Bible. In the book of Hebrew, the 11th chapter and the 6th verse, it says very simply, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Very significant. Without faith, I don't care what else you do, it is impossible to please God. In the book of Romans, in the 10th chapter and the 17th verse, here's what we read. So then faith, a lot of people wonder where does it come from? So then faith comes by hearing, and listen to the rest of it, and hearing by the word of God. It doesn't come from having heard the word of God. It comes in many cases from hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. And then one day we hear. I so vividly remember I as a child was in church somewhere between 1,500 and 2,000 times. I'd heard many times. And then when I was 45 years old, by hearing again, I heard the message. And I'm telling you what a dramatic difference that made. In the book of Romans again, in the uh, 10th chapter and the 9th verse, it says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from death, you will be saved. And listen to the rest of it. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now don't miss one of the significant things in that reading. What it says when he's talking about Jew and Greek What he is saying there is very simple. Whether you're black or white or brown or yellow or Jew or Greek or whatever, this is the way to come to know the Lord. We have a colorblind Lord. He does not discriminate. He does not honor the rich or the poor. He honors the believer. Now in Psalms 19, he says something here. Uh, So many people, I'm going to read that in a second, but so many people are dominated by fear instead of faith. 
Now, they cannot coexist. You cannot have one. Uh, you can have one or you can have the other, but you cannot have both of them. The Bible says in the Psalms 19, the fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. In the Bible, 365 times it says, fear not, fear not. That's one for every day of the year. Why did he put in there so many times? He is saying, I want you to trust me. I want you to have faith. Now, I get my little dictionary out every once in a while, and I did on this occasion. I looked up the word fear. What is fear? Well, it's a painful emotion, is what the dictionary says. Excited by an expectation of evil, dread, terror, or fright. But in 1 John 4, 18, we read, The love of God casteth out fear. Now, when you think about fear and forgiveness, when we understand we are forgiven of our past sins when we commit our lives to Christ, He's guaranteed he's going to be right with us, lo, I am with thee always, even until the end of the earth. When we understand he says you've got eternity in front of you with me, he takes care of the past, the present, and the future. And so faith is the key. And first uh, John 4 does say the love of God casteth out fear. Well, what is this thing called success? How does this tie in? How can we get it? I got to confess to you that if I made millions and millions and millions of dollars but destroyed my health, would I be successful? Not in my eyes, I would not. Now, I got to confess, folks, that I'm amused at those people who are always putting money down. Two-thirds of the miracles that Christ performed had to do with, and the parables, had to do with our physical and our financial health. Uh, as you've heard me say, maybe uh, money is not the most important thing in life, but it is reasonably close to oxygen. I mean, you know, when you need it, there just aren't that many substitutes for it. But had I made millions and destroyed my health, would I be successful? Uh-uh. Suppose uh, I had gone to the very top in my profession. Suppose then one day one of my children had said to me, you know, Dad, it would have made such a difference in my life, been so important to me, if while you were motivating all of those other people, had you had just a few minutes in the morning to send me off with a cheerful word and an encouraging word before I went to school. Maybe, Dad, if you had done that, my life would not have turned out to be the disaster it has. Had that happened to me, would I have been successful? Absolutely not. Had I become the best in the whole world at what I do? And if as a result of that, had I devoted all of my time to that and destroyed the relationship with the most important person on earth to me, would I be successful? No way. And most of all, had I compromised my integrity? Had I done things that would have jeopardized me ever getting to know Christ, and this time you can't do that. He always has his door open to you. But suppose in my desire to please the secular world that I had neglected letting that elderly African-American lady into the home when I knew she was going to talk about faith all the way through. The price I would have paid would have been uh, enormous. You see, the truth is, ladies and gentlemen, for a long time I wanted worldly success. 
I had uh, for a long time said, you know, as soon as I have a little fun, as soon as I am successful, then I'm going to take this religion bit more seriously. I will commit my life to Christ. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I got news for you. When old Zeke is doing it on his own, he just wasn't doing it. There just is no question about it. It was only after I committed my life to Christ and started studying God's way of doing things that I found out that they are the most successful methods in the secular world. I hope you enjoyed listening to Zig discuss how his faith has made such a dramatic difference in his life. What is important to you if you were asked to speak on a topic that has made a dramatic imprint on your life? What would you choose to speak about? What is important to you? Think about how your life is impacted by the choices you make. Are you making the right choices? Do you have some guidelines to follow? Are you experiencing a balanced life where you are finding success in all areas of your life? I hope Zig and I have given you some ideas to think about and to inspire you for the week. I always notice that when we really focus on the positive things in life, we've got a lot to be grateful for. One of my personal favorite events to celebrate is a significant anniversary. The Free Ziggler Inspire podcast will be one year old on September 18th. Our entire Inspire podcast team is truly excited. We want to personally thank you for being here every week, sharing your testimonies and constructive feedback with us. If I haven't heard from you, I certainly want to. I hope you have a pen or pencil near you because I'm going to give you my email address and my direct telephone number. My email address is blindsay, that's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, at Ziggler, Z-I-G-L-A-R dot com. blindsay at Ziggler dot com. Our telephone number is 1-800-527-0306, extension 1268. Happy birthday to the Ziggler Inspire podcast. Until next week, I'm Blake Lindsay, encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. Ziggler. Inspiring true performance.